0: All right, everybody, welcome to B.O. Boys for Monday, May 2nd. Fuck it. It's a raw feed. We're doing it live. I'm Clayton. Yeah, I'm Pat. And Pat, let's just roll into this top five plow
1: Mm -hmm, mm -hmm.
0: and then get down to business.
1: Okay. Yeah, go for it. Light weekend, but, you know, the next weekend's going to be huge. Anyway, just, just, just plow. Just plow. Number one. For the second weekend in a row, The Bad
0: Guys, $16.2 million, down 32%. It added 33 theaters. It's at $44.5 million in its second weekend. Number two, Sonic the Hedgehog 2 made $11.5 million, down 26%. It lost eight theaters. It is at $161.1 million in its fourth weekend. Number three, Fantastic Beats, this... Fantastic Beasts, I wish. Fantastic Beasts, The Secrets of Dumbledore made $8.3 million, down 41%, lost 283 theaters. It is now at $79.5 million in its third frame. Number four, The Northman, made $6.3 million, down 48%, added 50 theaters. It's at $22.8 million in its second weekend. And number five, Everything, Everywhere, All at Once made $5.5 million plus 2% added 80 theaters. It's at $35.4 million in its sixth frame. And that is your top five.
1: All right. So then, I mean, nothing new in the top five. These are all uh, movies that had already been out. That's because the quote-unquote big new release this weekend was Liam Neeson's Memory, which opened up, and maybe that's what they should have called it, is they should have called it Liam Neeson's Memory, you know, the way they used to be, like Clive Barker's, you know, just just get him in the title. But Liam Neeson's Memory opened up number eight at $3.1 million. So, Clayton, it did exactly what we predicted it to do, which is that it did exactly what every Liam Neeson movie of the past two years or so has opened up at.
0: Yeah. And what this shows is that when we said this previously, there's a consistent audience Mm -hmm. for these films that never stopped going to theaters at any point during the pandemic.
1: Yes. Yes. It's, I mean, you look at Liam Neeson's The Marksman, January 2021, $3.1 million opening. The exact same opening as this. I mean, that is, that is, it cannot be a coincidence. You know, like if, if you were out in Vegas, they, they, this wouldn't be a coincidence that this happens. This is, I think it's safe to say this is the exact same people. See every Liam Neeson movie on opening weekend. Like not and, just not saying that as like the same kind of people or the same type of person. I'm saying person for person it is the same people going to see uh, Liam Neeson's memory this past weekend as saw it on October 9th, 2020, saw Honest Thief's opening weekend. Same people.
0: Yeah, but where did the marksman come in in the chart? That's the thing, because it was at a different time of movie going. So uh, a 3.1 million would get you in the top five back then.
1: Right, right. I'm looking at actually Honest Thief, Liam Neeson's movie that came out in October of 2020 opened at 3.6 million. So, Memory opened at 3.1 million. Here, you know, I'm going to throw this out there. At this point in the pandemic, I don't think that scientists, the CDC, they shouldn't be studying cases, hospitalizations, anything like that. At this point, the number to use to mark where we are in the pandemic is opening weekend box office of Liam Neeson movies. Because I do think that gives you a good picture of how the, the, the uh, COVID is still affecting people out in the world. I think that is your, your key statistic to know how, uh, how this disease is doing, is, is how these Liam Neeson opening weekend numbers drop over time. Well, in what way?
0: Because it feels like they're the only audience completely unaffected.
1: Well, I think they may be affected by there's five hundred thousand dollars worth of of people who were there in October twenty twenty who are not, uh, uh, let's just say, not able to see movies at this point in time, or not able to see the new Liam Neeson movie. You know, that's what I'm saying. I think this is almost like a medical statistic that you could start to track.
0: I mean, it it makes sense because he's really been the most consistent star throughout Mm -hmm. this time in the sense of product.
1: Yes, yes, yes. It's, you, you, you could, yeah, you could track it so easily because he has put out so many movies since the start of the pandemic, through the pandemic, movies coming out, you know, right before vaccination movies that came out right after vaccination, you know, that, that to me is the way that you track this. Now, you know, that is the number that should be, I don't want to see cases, hospitalizations, deaths, or anything that like that on these news channels. I want to see the tracking of the Liam Neeson movie opening weekends. That, that to me is what tells us, you know, where we are. And, And like I said, I think it's not a it's not a, a case of people who went to see Honest Thief didn't want to see Memory. I think it's that they might not be here to see that movie anymore. You know, so I, that's why I think this is a, a medical statistic that we could track over time.
0: Yeah, I mean, any, I guess, doctors out there in mm-hmm. our audience get on mm-hmm. that?
2: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
0: And, yeah, yeah so... You know, it did what we thought it would do. It did what all of our wannabe boys, wannabe girls, wannabe people people—people who emailed us about this movie—it's almost become a joke. Where ah, uh, three million, eh, Three million. Three million. and right. I mean, and I don't—that doesn't bode well for Liam Neeson when it comes to these types of movies. And I feel like he's going to have to either br- do less of them or break up what he does in order for these to be viable. I mean, $3 million in the theater is something it'll get its PVOD buys and rentals and it'll end up on a streamer where someone will say, Hey, did you see that memory movie from a couple years ago? It's actually pretty good.
2: Mm -hmm, I mean, mm -hmm.
0: it's going to have it again. Like we've said so many times, the fact that this was in theaters, even if it did not do great still makes it more respectable than a movie that just ends up on Amazon Prime that has, you know, Mark Paul Gossler and Frank Grillo in it.
1: Right, right. Or that would have had Liam Neeson in it as a straight-to, uh, you know, streamer straight-to-video movie. You know, at this point, these Liam Neeson movies opening in theaters almost just serve as marketing campaigns for when they appear on pvod or streamer three weeks later you know they're 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 basically just uh, trailers that you could pay to watch before you rent the movie at home
0: and we have to be fair this movie opened in 2555 theaters Mm -hmm. this the bad guys is in 4000 theaters right You know, The Northman's in 3,284 theaters. So Mm -hmm. this was a wide release, but it's still in less
1: screens than most of the biggies. It is, but you've also got um, how many theaters at this point? Everything, everywhere, all at once is in less theaters. It isn't still in 2,200 theaters.
0: Well, let's talk about that because- Let's go to it. I I was, I poo-pooed this a little bit when you tried to talk about it. I think, what was it,
1: last episode? Yeah. Maybe, or the episode You've been low on this movie.
0: Yeah, and I think now we can finally talk about this movie because it's in the blue, meaning that it went up percentage-wise, so plus 2%. -hmm. And this is a movie that the great Scott Mendelssohn wrote about in Forbes, about how this kind of movie doesn't happen anymore. Mm-hmm. And it goes against everything we know about small movies, movies that are have female leads, movies that are this budget, A24 movies, all these different things. This is uh, a, a great success and it's something that we should look to as a good thing because weird stuff can make it in the market.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it had just enough, you know, because this is a it's a comedy, which is great to see that a comedy is taking off. And it's a movie, you know, for adults. It's not it's not a drama. It's not an eighties or nineties Harrison Ford drama, but it's 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 not a Munions movie, you know, so it's good to see that this is a, a date movie that is doing well. And I guess it has just enough of like the superhero elements to get people in the door you know it's a multiverse movie so it it has some elements of you know what's what's big right now at the box office but yeah it's great to just see that a small movie that is not IP is just either holding or now doing better Than it had the week before. It's 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 a very old fashioned my big fat Greek wedding type of run. And now the question is, how high could it go? Because once a movie is in its sixth week and it is doing better than it did the weekend before, then the then you start to think, where could this go? You know, so I think that is our question right now is it's a 35.4 million, just made another 5.5 million. What is the ceiling for a movie like this? Can we be at the beginning of a a My Big Fat Greek Wedding type of run?
0: Well, at the moment, if we're just talking strictly A24, Mm -hmm. it is the fourth highest grossing film for them Mm -hmm. domestically of all time. Mm -hmm. So it's Under Hereditary, which is at 4.44, Mm-hmm. and then Lady Bird at 48, and of course, Uncut Gems, The Reigning King, Sandman himself, at 50. Mm-hmm.
2: Mm-hmm. People
0: are saying it could go over Uncut Gems. My thing with this movie is, does Doctor Strange suck all the air right. out of this balloon? Right. Because right. this feels like, it, look, they're, they're, the only thing that makes them similar is the multiverse stuff. But- is, are we going to see people, okay, I saw this as a almost a warm-up to Doctor mm-hmm. Strange, mm-hmm. and now that the main event is here, I, I, I just don't care anymore. Because right. the thing about everything, everywhere, all at once, you saw it, correct?
1: I did see it. I saw the film, yes.
0: So, I mean, it's what you would call, I would call a movie for new adults and not new adults in the sense of young adults. Mm -hmm. But the new kind of adult Mm -hmm. likes this kind of stuff.
2: Mm -hmm. Like, Mm
0: -hmm. the the legal thrillers are now on TV. They're eight episodes and people go on Instagram or whatever and scroll during half the episodes. That's Mm -hmm. where you get legal thrillers. Right. Adults don't go to the movies to see quote-unquote, adult movies from the 90s and early 2000s. They go and see this kind of stuff. Right. Adults are kids now. Mm -hmm. And so this is the kind of adult, quote-unquote, movie that does well. But Doctor Strange is also a movie that, quote-unquote, adults go to see. Mm -hmm. So that's why I think that this might slow down. But you know what? I bet against this movie before, so it might be dumb to bet against it again.
1: Yeah, I mean, I do think at this point it's going to get past the uncut gems 50 million dollar mark and become the biggest a24 movie of all time domestically um and that's something I thought was possible even after it's like second weekend you know i I might listen go back in the archives I was right on this one I thought it was going to at the least pass everything except ladybird and um and uncut gems on the a24 list. And now I think it's going to get over the hump for a few reasons. It's got a lot of momentum. You know, people are talking about the fact that it's a hit. And once you could get people talking about the fact that something is a hit, then that's the type of movie that people want to be a part of. We've talked about it a lot on this podcast. People want to be part of a winner. They want to be able to say I was there. Get the T-shirt. I was at Everything Everywhere all at once during its big box office run. And I think you're right. Dr. Strange is just going to just suck the life out of everything this weekend. But if Everything Everywhere could have a decent weekend, you know, make another three million dollars this weekend, I think what you're going to see is then it's going to start to ride a second wave Of all these people being excited about multiverse stuff, you know, and the next couple of weeks, I could see a situation in which everything everywhere all at once gets, uh, gets tagged as like, oh, if you love Dr. Strange, you should then check this out immediately and gets a whole new wave of, uh, you know, more casual movie fans who got brought into the theater by Dr. Strange. So I, I, yeah. I think it's got, I think for sure it's got 15 plus million dollars left in it. And I think the question is, does it make four or 5 million this weekend? And then it, if that's the case, if next week we're sitting here and everything everywhere, all at once is over $40 million domestic, then we're starting to think, could this hit 60? Could this hit set? You know, is this going to be a crazy run?
0: Well, it's not, I, I, I again, I don't think it's going to hit 60. This big bump is due to a limited IMAX run because it was able to take over some IMAX theaters from Fantastic Beasts. Right, right. And those IMAX theaters are not going to be available to them next week when Doctor Strange comes. Mm. All the screens will be Doctor Strange. So I, I can't, I, Greek wedding, no way. No, it's not not Greek wedding. wedding.
1: It's not Greek wedding. It's not, it's not as accessible, you know, to, to grandmas and grandpas, obviously. Um, But I think you also have to factor in a 24, I think is going to increase the marketing for this movie over the next month. I don't think they're going to decrease it. I think it's going to be one of those situations where they want to get it over the hump and turn it into a hit. You know, they'll spend money to make money in this next month. So I think that you're going to get more ads for it. You're going to get some, I think, sly ads that's, that do target, you know, the multiverse uh, craze that Dr. Strange is going to ignite at the box office. So I, I think it's going to be something where A24 is going to put it out in front of people in a way that maybe they haven't even done up to this point.
0: Yeah, it would be smart for them to do it as well because they, I feel like they're looking towards awards for this film yes. as well. Yeah. And it's been a while since an A24 film has really been an Oscar darling. Mm-hmm. They seem to have fallen out of favor a little bit. I mean, and mm-hmm. that's their fault for the way they market their movies. But this could definitely be a, hey, re- you know, remember this when you're voting come mm-hmm. January, February.
1: Yep. And and that's why it's so true, because it's so much more of an Oscar contender. You know, it's so much more likely to get. And they're, you know, right now the talk is they're going to try and get it nom nom noms for best picture you know, for screenplay, for best actress, best supporting actor. So if they want to get those nom nom noms, it's a much more effective case if this movie has made 50 or 60 million dollars domestic. So that's why I think A24 is going to do everything it can to push it to that point.
0: Yeah. So we'll, we'll keep track of this film. Yeah. I mean, I'm glad when a small movie does well. I just, this, I know I have to see it you but have to see just, the film uh it just you doesn't feel like it's for me yeah. I, i'm i'm kind of dreading it but
1: yeah you well, wanna you see you, small you, movies you do will well. definitely dislike it cuz you are uh speaking of how much you'll dread it uh beforehand so i think yes. i think the i think it's a safe bet that you will not enjoy this
0: and 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 you know we've talked previously about go see movies that you want to see more of Mm-hmm. And in this case, it's kind of a double-edged sword because I want to see smaller movies, non-IP movies, be released and do well, but not movies that are like this.
1: Right. Well, one movie that we both saw and that we both want to see more of is The Lost City, You know, which, of course, we've talked about a lot on this show. But I think we should bring up quickly here because Lost City this past week made $3.8 million a great hold only dropped 12%. It's now up to 90.7 million dollars domestic. you know and a hundred million budget profit wise, it doesn't really matter much whether the movie makes 99 million or 101 million. but there just is that it's a magic marker. you know again it's 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 3,000 hits in baseball. you know it, it's just that, that number. That, that gets people really excited, that number that people look back upon, and it's sort of the the barometer of whether something was a hit or not. So mm-hmm. now we're looking at the Lost City, and the question becomes, can it get to $100 Because at this point, it is going to be a photo finish as yes. to whether Lost City gets there. So I thought, you know, beforehand we were talking looking at some uh, recent comps to the lost city movies that were not superhero movies, not MCU movies that made around a hundred million or more and seeing where those movies were at this same point and how much money they had left in them. So I'm going to go to something recent as a first comp. I'm going to go to uncharted. So uncharted after its, uh let's see, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. So after its seventh week, Uncharted uh, had made $138 million total and it ended up getting to $146 million total. So that movie only had $8 million left after its seventh weekend. So right there, if Lost City does the same as that, Lost City just misses out on a hundred million. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm gonna go to what did you say would be another uh comp that oh Ghostbusters Afterlife is something that you wanted to throw out there as a comp. So I, I mean, start. it is that's also a
0: hard comp though, because it is a kid's movie. Mm-hmm. I, I know it's an adult kids movie, but that that I mean we can look at it because that is a movie that
1: went over a hundred. And actually I do want to correct something I just said. Immediate correction. So Lost City has only been out for I was wrong six weekends.
0: Oh yeah. I thought you were talking about next I thought you were looking no. at it from a next weekend perspective.
1: No, so I was wrong. So six weekends. So now let's just go back to Uncharted uncharted after its sixth weekend had made 133 million it got to 146 so uncharted had 13 million dollars left in its its run after it so obviously if lost city could do that then lost city will get over 100 million and in its sixth weekend uncharted made an even 5 million and of course lost city just made 3.8 million so okay I take that back. Uncharted is a bodes well for Lost City getting to a hundred. Yeah, but you know, it it's got the kids. It's got the kids. It's a bigger movie. And it, it reason, was doing better at this point. You know, it made five million at the same weekend where Lost City just made
0: 3.8. The reason why this is hard mm-hmm. is because movies like The Lost City aren't released in theaters anymore hmm. That's why it's hard to find comps, because when you look at Ghostbusters Afterlife, yes, adults, you know, we, we talked about that hilarious statistic that the people who like it the best were were 40 to 50 years old Mm-hmm. or 40 to 50 or 50 to 60 or something stupid like that.
1: Very old, very, very sickly old.
0: Yeah. But I mean, they're going to see that movie and they're dragging their kids along. Mm -hmm. So that's more tickets there. The reason why it's hard to comp Lost City and know whether it's going to make it to 90, I mean, to 100 from 90 is like I said, it just it's not a movie that people release in the theaters anymore.
1: Well, I guess a, one other one I'll comp to is Dune, which I think Dune, Dune Dune plays very close to the same type of audience. Obviously, it's sci-fi, it's action, you know, bigger budget, so it's going to get probably skew a little younger, get some get some more comic book fanboy types, but it's still pretty close to Lost City in that it really is targeting adults. Um so looking at Dune, after its sixth weekend, Dune made two million dollars in a sixth weekend. It was up to one hundred and two, and it made another. It made another six million dollars total in its run from this point forward. So obviously, if Lost City only makes six million going forward, it ends up around ninety six, ninety seven million. Doesn't get to a hundred. So I guess Dune doesn't give us great hope for lost city having the other $10 million left in its run.
0: Well, another thing with lost city is it is going to be available to rent for 20 bucks, 1999, May 10th. So it's going to have another weekend of exclusivity at the theaters. Mm hmm. Now, that's going to come during the opening of what's probably going to be one of the bigger movies of the summer. Mm-hmm. We're starting summer in May. And so we'll see. But post-Doctor Strange opening, there's really nothing till the end of the month. So it right. will still have theaters.
1: Right, right, right. So
0: are you saying you – you've said – that you mm-hmm. don't think Lost City is going to get to 100?
1: God, I mean, I want it to, because I want everything to do well, and I obviously want something like Lost City to do well enough that we get more of that type of movie. But it's not what I want. It's what I believe. Believe. And I, it just seems like it's just going to miss it you know this seems like a movie that's going to get to 97 98 and i guess the question is does paramount pull out the stops to sort of not artificially but but uh, but nudge it over the line you know does 100 million mean something to paramount where they up the advertisements for it you know, you just start to see a bunch of commercials for See It Again, Lost City. You know, do they get it expanded? Because there is there is a, a a way in which something like Paramount could get it in more theaters than the next couple of weeks. Um, well, when
0: we've talked about this previously, you could do a thing mm-hmm. where you tag this onto another movie that is playing in drive throughs Yep. Drive throughs, drive ins. Mm hmm. Someday movies will play in drive throughs, I'm sure. Mm hmm. Mm-hmm. But you tag this onto Maverick.
1: That's the big one,
0: right? If you put this, if you do a double feature of Maverick starts and then Lost City finishes, mm-hmm. this thing could go over 100. I mean, that's the play.
1: Yeah. Yeah, and we saw that last summer with nobody got a huge bump and it's like, you know, second or third month because Universal tagged it along at drive-ins with uh F9. Mm-hmm. So there is that precedent. I mean, it's early to say, but here here's what we will say. We will, of course, be following the story over the next month on the B.O. Boys. Cause I, I do think this is a big story. I know again, a hundred million is is a arbitrary number, but it also is psychologically, for box office, one of the most important numbers ever. You know, that $100 million domestic is psychologically just historically an important number. So, Mm -hmm. Lost City getting to that point is a big deal.
0: But I'll say, 90 looks
1: great. I mean, that still looks looks awesome. Of course. This is a success. But, uh, you know, uh, there is just something. There's always something about that $100 million domestic number. You know, as a a kid, it's ingrained in you, you know. It 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 is. is. Yeah.
0: And that's why everybody, including uh, our uh, wannabe old boy Austin, something like Encanto, only making it to 96, I think, right? Mm -hmm.
1: Mm -hmm. Was
0: so infuriating. Yeah. Because they could have pushed it over 100.
1: They could have pushed
0: it over 100. and they blew it. Yeah, and it's frustrating to look at that number now and see what could have been.
1: Yes, yes. So we'll see. I mean, I think with Paramount too, they've had. I mean, they've had an amazing year, and they've had already a bunch of hits this year. But they've had stuff like Scream and uh, and Jackass Forever, which were big, big hits, but didn't get to a hundred. And I think something, lost it, something like Lost City is a type of movie they really want to see it get to 100. So we'll see if they pull out some some tricks and and pull out all the stops and, and get it there this month. But we will follow that story.
0: Okay. So are we talking about the biggie? We gotta. We gotta. Next, this coming weekend.
2: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: Doctor Strange 2. Yes. Is coming out or aka Doctor Strange in the multiverse of madness.
1: Mm -hmm. And you are excited to see it opening weekend, right, Clayton?
0: No, I you are seeing it.
1: I'm seeing it third, so it opens, it really opens this Thursday, May 5th. That's yes, opening night. It'll be you know, the Thursday showings all fold into the opening weekend number and i am seeing it thursday night may 5th i am seeing it opening night and i think the fact that i'm seeing this opening night really bodes well listen this movie is going to be gigantic so it's not a matter of like will this be a hit or not i think the 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 line here to look at is does this movie make under or above two hundred million dollars opening weekend, and I think the fact that I'm seeing this movie opening night bodes well for it going going with the over.
0: You're going over two hundred.
1: I mean, do you agree that that's sort of the the over under line? Like, do you do you see Doctor Strange possibly opening much below that? you know in the in the 160s uh, 180s i mean yeah, to me it's I, like 200 is the, is the one where it could go either way
0: i i i don't know i mean 160 feels because the thing about this movie is it is a sequel to a b tier marvel character
2: mm mm-hmm, mhm mm mhm
0: because I think
1: the you have all the MCU stuff in front of you, right? I do. So we're looking at Doctor Strange uh, back in 2016. It opened up domestically at $85 million. But then again, I mean, all the caveats. That was a totally different time for what these Marvel movies do. You know, I would say Infinity War, Endgame, like that era of movies totally changed what the the norms are for marvel movies
0: yes because but you're correct it's sort
1: of a b-ish property amongst all these marvel characters it opened at 85 million
0: yeah so i think there there's people who are comping this more to captain marvel and that level of opening so, 175-ish. Mm-hmm. Uh, not 175, I'm sorry, like 153-ish. Yep. So, that, that I mean, I am vacillating on this because okay. the one thing that makes me think this could go over two mm-hmm. is because it's truly the first Marvel MCU movie in a while Mm -hmm. Other than the Spider-Man movie, which is Sony, but it's MCU. Mm -hmm. That is truly connected to the universe in an integral way.
1: Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Because
0: you had Black Widow, which was a prequel. Yep. You had Eternals, which Marvel is going to forget about. Eternals is the Inhumans. You don't speak their name. Mm -hmm. And... Shang-Chi, which was a, a, a popular movie, but not thoroughly in the cosmic sort of connection that all these Marvel movies tend to thrive in.
1: Well, I, it, was a, it was an introduction of a new character. It wasn't about, here's the next step of all these characters that you already know.
0: Mm-hmm. But this movie ties together stuff, That was in the MCU TV shows on Disney Plus because Wanda's in it. Mm -hmm. It's some real fanboy shit.
1: Yes. And so that
0: makes me think people are going to run out and see it. And, you know, I underestimated Spider-Man, No Way Home. I think we both did.
1: But, yeah, I I think we both predicted that movie right below 200, and it opened to 260 million this past December.
0: Yeah, it's gonna be yeah, because it's right now tracking anywhere from 195 to well 190 to 215. Oh, so I wow. guess you are right. The yeah. 200 seems to be, and I can't I can't go under I, I can't go you under can't. because. People are wanting to go to the theater. Mm-hmm. We haven't seen another wave of, like, COVID that anybody... I, 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 I'm, listen, I'm, I'm not going to be... I'm not trying to be... Uh, what can I say? I, 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 I don't want to dismiss anything. Mm-hmm. I'm not trying to be glib. But we haven't had a wave that anybody has cared about. Mm-hmm. In the sense of I'm not people who were going to go who are no longer going to go. Mm-hmm. Pretty much everybody who's decided to move on with their life has and the people who haven't won't ever. Mm-hmm. So I don't think that's an issue at all. So we're seeing that people want to go to the theater and pack themselves in. Mm-hmm. So I I I will go over two hundred. The question is how high over two hundred could this go?
1: Right, right. Yeah, now that now that you say the tracking is one hundred ninety to two fifteen. Yeah, because I, I definitely thought it was a slam doink that this movie opens over two hundred. You know, I was gonna say around two ten. Cause it, the thing about it is It doesn't matter that Doctor Strange is the main character. It doesn't matter that Benedict Cumberbatch is the lead. None of that matters because at this point, Marvel is selling a movie like this the same way, you know, coming off of Spider-Man No Way Home, they're selling this movie as anything could happen, anyone could show up, it's a Marvel movie, you know, Mm -hmm. where, where any of these, you know, Thor could show up, the Guardians could show up you know iron man might be here you know there's all these rumors of you know is 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 it going to be you know jack nicholson coming in and and playing captain america who knows you know they're basically selling you the idea of anything could happen which is why i think this is going to be a movie that has a gigantic opening weekend and doesn't have the greatest legs you know i think This is not going to be anything near Spider-Man No Way Home, which is a movie that opened big, but then also legged out incredibly. You know, that movie opened at 260, and it ended up at 804 million domestic. You know, I think Doctor Strange is going to be a movie where there's going to be so much, I got to see it opening weekend because I don't want to get spoiled. I got to see it opening weekend because it's a big event. But I don't think you're going to have teenage girls seeing it ten times because Benedict Cumberbatch isn't Tom Holland.
0: Yeah, yeah, uh, people. Uh, this to me, I agree. It it it's it can't compete with three Spider Men's. No, no. And people went back and watched that movie over and over again to see the three Mm Spider-Mens. So, it's Mm -hmm. not going to open to 260. I mean, Infinity War opened to 257. So, we are talking original Avengers numbers, Age of Ultron numbers, Black Mm -hmm. Panther numbers. Mm -hmm. So, I think it's going to go right over 200.
1: Okay. Okay. So you're you're thinking, because Black Panther back in February 2018 opened at 202. So you're thinking it's in line with that.
0: I think it might be a little bit under. The thing about Black Panther was it was such a huge deal because it was the first black superhero-led Marvel movie. Mm -hmm. And it just stood out as this thing that people were Excited to see for things other than just the fact that it was a superhero
1: movie. Right, right. It was a cultural event for sure, and
0: you can and you can see that it still has resonance, mm-hmm. even though the second movie has had its issues. Obviously, with you know, with Chadwick Boseman passing on, unfortunately, and and behind the scenes things going on. I do think that movie still holds a special place in a lot of people's hearts. This movie I don't think will be the same, but I do think it's the first Marvel movie that seems to really matter in the bigger scheme of things in a very long time, and that's going to push it over too.
1: Right. And it's also the first Disney Marvel movie that really counts that gets a full release. Cause remember black widow was day and date. You could watch it at home uh, if you wanted. So this is the first summer movie that we've had in uh, what is it? So since 2019, mm-hmm. you know, so this is, this is the first summer Marvel movie, getting a real full release in three years You know, so when we compare it to something like the opening weekend of Spider-Man No Way Home, which opened December 17th, you know, or you compare it to Black Panther, which opened in February. This is a movie that's opening in what we now say is the summer season, you know, early May. It's warm out or it's getting warmer in most places. Maybe kids aren't out of school yet, but they don't give a shit about school at this point in time. You know, kids are Mm -hmm. mentally checked out of school. So it is the summer. This is a summer movie. I think the the spoiler factor on this is big. You know, people don't want to get spoiled by waiting for a week to see if yeah is Jack Nicholson going to show up as Captain America. They're going to want to see it. So I think this. I'm going to go. Jeez, I'm talking myself into going 218 as the opening weekend number for Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness. I think it's I mean, getting okay. I think it's getting up there.
0: Listen, we want more box office, so the higher it can go the better. Cuz there's no use in complaining about all anybody wanted to see is superhero movies because to 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 it's eventually, you know, we're going to be doing this show forever, it eventually yes. won't be the case. I mean right. it eventually will be superhero movies are part of what we see and then everything else is video game movies. Yes.
1: But I think it's it's clear that the high end of movies are what will continue to go higher and higher. You know, I think I think what we're seeing is there may not be a ceiling for what these giant event movies could do on an opening weekend because the event itself is what draws, you know, I'm not going to see Dr. Strange this weekend because I think it's going to be great. Or even that I really give a a, a rat's patootie about the MCU and the continuation of these stories, because I don't, I don't watch these shows. I'll never watch a minute of these Disney plus shows. Mm
0: -hmm. It is
1: the fact that I am excited to be part of a big and deal, a big event at the box office. And I think that is catching on more and more is people like going to the movies to be part of the biggest thing. So I think these, these big, big movies, the ceiling is going to just keep getting higher and higher and higher.
0: Yeah. And I think more people are saying now that in, in a economy where it seems like people want things cheaper and faster and uh, all, all of these other things, moviegoers seem to be turning towards the point of we want it to be special. We want yes. it to be something extra. We're willing to pay more mm-hmm. for a special experience. It's why live sports still sells out. Why yep. people want to be there when it happens. Mm-hmm. There's something about experience that is big amongst young people. Mm-hmm. Material things are kind of going by the wayside and its experience is the big thing to invest in mm-hmm. and theaters are no different. And so theater owners need to wise, wise up where they, you know, listen, if you make the
1: experience better
0: and more exclusive, you can charge more and people will pay.
1: Oh, hundred percent. I mean, I, the variable pricing thing that uh, uh, that the Playmobil movie tried to bring in a few years ago, I think is going to be looked back as they were innovators. They were ahead of the curve because, uh, well, I guess that was variable pricing as in pay pay what you want or, you know, it wasn't the right type of variable pricing. But I do think variable pricing in the sense of like a Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness opening weekend ticket Should be more than going to see, you know, week eight of the Lost City, or even the opening weekend of something like Memory. You know, you could charge more to see this movie this weekend, and I don't think anyone who was going to go wouldn't go because of the of the premium pricing. I think people have decided I am seeing this no matter what, and obviously there is a ceiling. You can't charge me sixty dollars to go see this movie but for the most part there's not a price that's going to scare people off from going to see it. AMC did it with the Batman. They Remember? did it with the Batman, that's right. That's right. They
0: did a few, you know, they added a few bucks here and there. And listen, if you're if it's reserved seating, cuz that's what all theaters are pretty much now. Mm. It used to be a free for all. Now you go and you have to pick your seats and all that stuff. Why not price by the seat? Exactly. Right? You get, if, if you want the best seats in the house, then you pay a little extra. Or if it's the end of the night and a theater's almost sold out and there's a, a seat in the middle, you're squeezed between two strangers, uh, cut that person a discount. Right, 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 right. Right? I like mean, at I... a certain point, it's like those are the kind of things that you can do to help keep the lights on in a mm-hmm. theater.
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, this, this movie, I think it's, it's a case where at this point on these big, big, like mega event movies, just always bet the over because there isn't a ceiling for these movies anymore. They're only going to keep smashing through the top of that ceiling. And, you know, the other factors with Dr. Strange is we've, we've talked a a lot around that Spider-Man No Way Home movie, which was, you know by far the biggest hit we've had since the pandemic. And there's a lot of Spider-Man connection to this movie that I think people might be able to, whether it happens or not, I do think you've got the Spider-Man crowd who maybe is talking themselves into thinking there's going to be Spider-Man action in this Doctor Strange movie. You know, it was directed by Sam Raimi who did directed all of the Toby Maguire Spider-Man movies. That's a sort of big deal that I've been seeing a lot, you know, tweets are in ticks, but definitely there's been a lot of Sam Raimi, uh, you know, a reappreciation the last month or so online. And I think part of that is going to convince a lot of fanboys that maybe Spider-Man's in this movie. Maybe Tobey's in this movie. Maybe Kristen Stu- uh, uh, uh Kristen Dunst is in this movie. You know, so I think again whether that happens or not, whether Jack Nicholson does appear as Captain America, the fact that maybe people are convincing themselves of these things is all it takes to get this number up to 215, 220, 230, who knows. You know, they it's and almost the other, like they're doing the advertising themselves.
0: And the other thing with this being a Doctor Strange movie, it's not just a Doctor Strange movie. No, exactly. No Marvel movies are just one-character movies anymore, right? Because yeah. you're looking at this movie, you're going to have Wanda who was in Avengers, had her own series with Vision, mm-hmm. and you're looking at Thor, Love and Thunder that comes out this summer as well. The Guardians of the Galaxy are in that movie. So right. these are not... You can't look at thor 3 ragnarok as a comp for love and thunder because you got to look at the guardians being in this movie too right so that's what marvel's doing so when we're talking about second tier like the fact that iron man 3 opened to 174 and iron Mm. man is the biggest of all of the superheroes in the mcu Yes. That doesn't mean Dr. Strange's second movie can't get bigger than that because it's not just a Dr. Strange movie. And there's probably going to be some version of an Iron Man in this movie.
1: Right. 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 Again, I think there is a uh, there is that is you might as well be talking about uh, a movie from 80 years ago. You know, you might as well be talking about The Wizard of Oz when we start bringing up the box office grosses of of Iron Man three. Because I, mm-hmm. I do think there has been a, a a point when Infinity War and Endgame, when those movies came out, they smashed the ceiling, and now all of these MC mo- MCU movies are on a different level than what they used to be at. Mm-hmm. Um. So yeah, it's it's going to be interesting. I'm very excited to see the movie Thursday night. I'm seeing it in a more shishi type of movie theater you know i'm not going to an amc i'm not going to a regal in in midtown i'm seeing it in a theater where even though it'll be opening night i'm not expecting it to be you know rowdy fanboy people screaming crying because look there's you know there's there's a spider-man or there's you know i don't think it's gonna be the same type of experience we had when we saw spider-man no way home in you know, uh, uh, Queens in, in, uh, at a regal on opening night. Yeah. I think this will be more of a low key. I do think if Jack Nicholson shows up as captain America in this theater. I think that will get a huge applause because the guys won three Oscars and he's a, a cinema legend. But I think short of that, this won't be the type of movie where the crowd is just, you know, uh, losing their minds over the fanboy stuff. So I am mm-hmm. I am happy about that. It'll be a big crowd, but it probably won't be, uh, you know, uh, a crowd that's vomiting because they're so happy.
0: Yes. They might be vomiting because there's food served and nothing Th- against the quality of the food they may overindulge.
1: Yes. Here's one last thing I'll throw out to why this movie I think is going to overperform. It's a Sam Raimi movie and Sam Raimi movies are usually short, and for a superhero movie, this is a short movie. The runtime is like two hours and five minutes with credits. So, wow, you know, at this point, these superhero movies are two and a half hours at a minimum, and the fact that this is a two-hour movie, it means you're going to get more showings. I think you're going to get it's that's an advertising point at 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 this point. You tell someone this movie's only gonna be two hours, uh, that that's as good as giving it a five star review. Man, Sam Sam, Ra- Sam Raimi's a great man. He's a great man. I'm i excited that that he's gonna have a gigantic hit. So mm-hmm. I think I I, I I am excited to see this movie and I am excited that it is only two hours.
0: Yes. All right. Well, uh, I mean, do we need to do top fives at this point?
1: Uh, All right. Let's just do it real quick then. Um, I mean, number one is, of course, going to be Doctor Strange Multiverse of Madness. Number two is going to be The Bad Guys. Number three is going to be Sonic the Hedgehog Part 2, which we didn't talk about that much this week, but it's just doing amazing. It's already made more than the first movie. Um, Number four... I think then the question is is Fant I think Fantastic Beasts is really going to fall off a cliff next weekend and I'm going to go number 4 is uh the Northman and number 5 is going to be everything everywhere all at once. So my big prediction is Fantastic Beasts drops out of the top 5.
0: Well, see, you thought Fantastic cuz I nailed this past weekend's you did. top 5 and you thought fantastic beast was going to drop below the northman it didn't happen the northman has not shown itself to be strong in any way so i would say of course doctor mm-hmm. strange number one slam dunk bad mm-hmm. guy's number two sonic two number three fantastic beast number four and then everything everywhere all at once five northman yeah. drops out of the top 5
1: i i like that um I think there is a world in which, and this would be a giant story next weekend, even after covering the opening weekend of Doctor Strange, there is a world in which everything everywhere all at once actually moves up to number four. I I do think there is a world we're looking at in which that movie moves ahead of Northman and Fantastic Beasts.
0: Remember, Pat, that bump was IMAX screens.
1: It was IMAX that I think,
0: made up 850 K of that money. But the so thing so to take to keep that in away. Mind,
1: the thing to keep in mind is I think Fantastic Beast is gonna shed screens this weekend for Doctor Strange. It is going to really lose a lot of theaters.
0: But but not not as many as you'd think because there's not much else out. Do you know what I mean? Like, I think Lost City will le- lose theaters, definitely. You know, Unbearable Weight will lose theaters. They're going to take from movies that are at a lower level than Fantastic Beasts.
1: Yeah, yeah. Uh, we'll see. I mean, I think I can't I think believe I'm sticking possible. up for this
0: freaking movie.
1: Yeah, you're really singing the parade. like. You're 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 just so anti <gasps> anti everything everywhere, but and you're you're. To the point where you have to be pro-Fantastic Beast.
0: No, I think everything, everywhere, all at once is going to stay at five. I, I think it's unrealistic to think that it is going to add attendance on Doctor Strange weekend.
1: Yeah. We'll see. Listen, that's why we do the show every week. Because, you know, much like in Doctor Strange, anything could happen on the B.O. Boys. So you got to yes. show up early and don't get spoiled. So... Pat, where can they find us? Email us at the Podcast at gmail.com. Uh, we love reading your comments. Uh, just real quickly, we got a great email from, from our B.O. Boy Reed this past weekend um, who saw the uh, the bad guys and his son. Uh, you know, he told us this in an email so we could give it away. His son only thought the movie was okay. So there you go. A review from one of the rats themselves. They need their cheese. And even if the cheese is only okay, that's good enough. So that's an email. Well, from the title Reed. of the email was Lame Cheese, correct? It was Bad Cheddar. It was bad. Bad cheddar. cheddar. Okay. Yeah. 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 Great, great title read. And email us at the Beoboys at gmail.com. You might get your email read if you have a great subject header like Reed did with bad cheddar. We'll read the subject header, and then you could bask in the glory of that. the podcast at gmail.com.
0: All right. Well, there's nothing left to say, Pat, except for until next time. We'll, we'll smell,
1: smell, smell you at the, the
0: box, box office. office.
1: Nailed, Nailed it. it.